welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are going to be discussing the final season of Dairy Girls. It's going to be sad, I think. And I'm sad. And also, I had another experience where I was the person of like the bad news. I don't know if we've we've probably talked about this on the podcast before, but it's a joke amongst me and Jordan and our friends, how I'm always the person sharing the bad news. Bringing people down into reality when they were living in a happy (laughs) fantasy world. But you know, someone's got to do it and they, everyone needs to know the truth, (laughs) whatever that truth may be. (laughs) It's me. I'm just the truth giver, whether you like it or not. And I had a friend texting me about a show, which maybe we should talk about this, that Ryan Murphy show that starring Jennifer Coolidge. I'm very confused by that show. I haven't. Anyway. Well, anyway, just go ahead. We can talk. I'm talking about like five things right now. I was, (laughs) I was going to say literally all, I'm glad you have this buildup for me to drop this amazing piece of uh, knowledge is that. I don't know anything about it <laughs> and I haven't looked well, into it at all. It's funny because I watched a preview for this show and it shows like Jennifer Coolidge just like touring this house. Like she's a real estate agent and just like selling this house. Oh. And it was like a really long. Uh, I did watch preview. that. Okay. I watched that. Didn't know that was in any way related to this. No, neither did I. And mm. then I saw people talking about this show and I'm like, what is it? Didn't look into it. And then I went to watch Dairy Girls on my Netflix account and it was like the headline. And I was like, oh, that's what that show is. And apparently like it's a Ryan Murphy thing and people didn't even know that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was news to me. And honestly, I feel like Ryan Murphy is just now trying to get Jennifer Coolidge. He should have been trying to get her in his projects like a decade ago. Well, that's- I feel like he's manipulating us with our girl Jen Mm-hmm. He's writing the, her coattails right now. Yes. And like trying to hide that this is his show <laughs> is what the vibe <laughs> I'm getting. Because we all hate him. <laughs> yeah. Like I, my friend was like, I didn't even, I watched the fir- first full episode and didn't even notice he was tied to it till the closing credits and mm-hmm. felt a I little bamboozled. Yeah. I would, if that happened to me, I would be upset. Yeah. So I'm just warning everybody now. Even though I haven't even said what the show's title because I can't remember. It is called The Watcher. Yep, that's it. There we go. I keep thinking it's The Witcher. And I'm like, I didn't know mm. so many people were watching The Witcher. <laughs> and wow. I didn't know Jennifer Coolidge was in The Witcher. <laughs> and that Ryan Murphy was involved. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. What a world. All um, of this is to say, what was I saying? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> oh, I was texting right friend about that show when I made the connection because she had asked me if I was going to watch it and I didn't know what she was talking about and then I was like oh no I'm finishing the last and final season of Dairy Girls and she was like wait that's the final season and so then I had to break it to her that it is the final season Hmm. it feels important to know before you watch it because it you should just know that it's going to end and so savor it and yeah i know i don't no one wants it to end but they have to because the cast is getting too old exactly well and then i was like because i was watching rami thinking that was the final season i was like maybe i need to fact check myself when i'm saying these things oh my god and i did it so funny but you you, you it's the end to you right <laughs> Yeah, it's the end to me, and TV time says it's over, and TV time's never wrong. That's true. Oh, sad. That means it moved into its ended category. Yeah. That's all, folks, or whatever it says on there now (laughs) in purple. Oh, I love TV time more than ever these days. It's just so funny. You really need to be sponsored by them. But also, I was pitching it today, or on this weekend, to someone, so we're both doing the work. It's really been my my good friend more than ever as I've been watching these old Survivor episodes because there are so many other people that are watching it rand- like these episodes randomly and no one's spoiling anything. Everyone's clearly watching it for the first time 
but some of the comments will be like two years ago like it's so (laughs) funny and it's just so great there's these little quick message boards and some of the commentary is really funny and it also warns you i really did and it warns you like if i haven't marked that i watched an episode it'll be like i click into it to look at the comments it'll be like you haven't watched this yet are you sure you want to read these comments i think you need that i think it's good for you to see like do i actually want to read this well on these i don't want to be spoiled i yeah i it's usually just that i forgot to mark watched so okay that's funny yeah it's just like i just feel like tv time is very cute and very useful and fun i agree all right now into our first part of our show (laughs) (laughs) tv news i have one that's fun that i am probably not gonna watch it because i have too many shows going on but they announced the new cast of Real Housewives of New York at BravoCon this weekend. And um, Jenna Lyons, previously like the creative director at J. Crew, is going to be part of the cast. And I am so intrigued by that news. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of the new cast and I didn't really recognize I recognized her but didn't know like why until I saw someone post today about they're like where are my 2010 to 2017 J crew heads at (laughs) and I was like oh oh my gosh yeah I've definitely seen her which it's funny because I think where I've seen I've seen her because I wasn't really clued into any of that like the people behind J crew at that time but I think I recognize her from she like guesting on um, episodes of America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. And yeah, I also right? bookmarked um, these tweets from like Diet Prada retweeted them. Not retweeted, oh, yes. reposted on Instagram. Someone said, can someone explain the excitement about Jenna Lyons for me? And someone responded and said, she's from the girls cinematic universe. <laughs> oh my in gosh. Girls. She plays Lena Dunham's boss. Oh I don't think I even okay that ties into our top three yes it does I didn't realize I think that she was like a real person and also like a big wig real person I can't remember if she's playing herself in girls or not I don't know that she maybe she is. oh okay but it is still like an amazing meta cameo yes which I love oh wow that's so satisfying Wow, what a different vibe for a Real Housewives. Very series. different. That's Very so cool. Different. Wow, amazing news. Discovery Plus, which just keeps trying to be up in our news <laughs> segment, they announced that they're doing a three-part documentary um, that's like behind the scenes of Glee. And as we all know, for about 50 different reasons, that is going to be dark and wow i'm gonna watch it (laughs) i mean we talk about it so much just on this show i feel like so seriously interesting and i don't think they've i haven't like read a lot of articles about it or anything i would be shocked if they really get a lot of like famous cast members to actually come back and talk about it it'll probably be like all these people on the side but they'll still have a lot of interesting tales to tell from that set you know yeah so very intrigued and honestly those tales are still rolling out today so like yes hmm, interesting it's very true the other day i got a little excited because i saw that one direction was trending on twitter i mean they trend probably like once (laughs) or twice a month but um this one was because niall horan is gonna be one of the coaches on the voice Oh, I'm happy for him. Isn't that cute? Yes, it's adorable. So it's him and Chance the Rapper and Kelly Clarkson. Wow, they're really trying to go in it. And who? Uh, Well, Blake Shelton, isn't it? And I think it's like his last season. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, wait. For some people, that is like earth shattering. (laughs) This. Oh, my gosh. This is this is so embarrassing. (laughs) Am I mixing him up with someone? Is he the one that's. With Gwen Stefani? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. It's his last season. You're correct. I think. Yeah. Wow. That is, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't have a personal 
uh, interest in this, but for a lot of people, that is like, that's huge. People love The Voice. People love The Voice. They love Blake Shelton. I don't care about mm-hmm. either, but he's like, I also, I have respect for what a big role he plays for some people's pop culture, you know? Also, um, so they're going with Cutie Pie's Chance the Rapper and Niall Horan. Are they trying to steer the ship away from dirtbag judges like Adam Levine? <laughs> like, Maybe. that's some p- good PR right there, in my opinion. It is. Except I have seen um, Chance the Rapper has been in Dumois quite a bit, I think, recently. Oh, For no. possibly cheating on his wife or something. Mm, I don't know what? if I should report that. It could be maybe hmm. just that he and his wife are separated, but it's never really been confirmed. Well, now that you say that, he is kind of a wife guy. Mm-hmm. So, and wife guys are kind of screwing it up these days. So, <laughs> so that's interesting. moral of the story, never get married. Well, <laughs> don't, be, don't be a wife guy. <laughs> don't, don't be like... Don't make your whole personality being married. Literally, my identity is how hot my wife is. And, like, she is not even a real person. She's an angel on the earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay. (laughs) My wife is better than your wife. Yeah, exactly. Wow, interesting. They announced that um, Hulu is going to have... I guess this is... I can't tell if it's a series or a limited a mini series or what all it says is a 10 episode order so 10 episodes on hulu of um interior chinatown which is based on a book and taika will be directing it and jimmy o yang from silicon valley is going to be the star and very exciting yes did you i have not read that book have you read that book no, you, I didn't even know it was a book. Um, the thing I have bookmarked about it, it does just say that Taika is only directing the pilot. I don't know if he hmm. is going to be directing more than that. He does that a lot. It's like a he bait does. and switch. He like, will, he'll like get us hooked on it and then mm-hmm. disappear. And usually he picks his projects well. So it's usually like. I'm not mad that I got hooked. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's kind of like reservation dogs. Like he is not writing every episode or whatever. He's like, he puts his name on it and it's really smart because then it's like, oh, I trust his taste. And even if he's not involved every episode, this is a good show. So very interesting. But yeah, I I think that I, I trust that this will be really good. And now I'm intrigued to check out the book. Um, my final piece of news comes from okay i saw that succession was trending did you see succession highlighted in the hbo like pre uh commercial thing before house of the dragons i saw the hbo commercial that was showcasing like all the different hbo shows and like what's to come Mm -hmm. and i did not see succession featured in the one i saw unless i was just not paying attention well i i skipped it almost immediately but now i can't remember because whatever was the first show they showed caught my eye but i don't think it was succession i think it was maybe something else yeah they showcased a ton of shows at once yeah and succession probably wasn't there and i just missed it but luckily twitter has my back and i was able to watch the nine seconds of succession and the nine section sex (laughs) 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 the nine seconds that we got were really eye-opening and really good because you see Tom standing next to Logan and it is eerie. It's so scary. I'm so excited. Ugh. When did we get this again? Like We don't know. That's so rude. But it is just so interesting. Like I was just thinking, I was like, Tom might not last long, but he might last forever because it's almost like he... Like, Logan just needs a yes man. Yeah. And that's what he's going to have. That's and what he, he's but got. But he, he's not a stupid yes man like Connor, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like the total package for what yeah. Logan needs. Interesting. But he'll find a way to screw it up. They always do. They always do. We love, we love to watch them screw it all up. 
All right. On to our top three. Something that we talked about, I feel like recently. Oh yeah. When we were talking about industry, um, that is also kind of fun with Dairy Girls is that although the characters are made up, it's happening in like real life events. And like, they talk about real life celebrities that were like popular at the time that this was popular. Like one of my things, my notes was like, I had no idea that fat boy slim looked like that. Like he just looked like a nerdy <laughs> old white guy. <laughs> had no yeah, idea. As so many DJs do. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spoil it in this uh, for our top three, but after our top three, when we're talking about this show, I think we'll have to come back and talk about it with spoilers because I want to discuss it. But uh, in the final episode, there is another celebrity cameo. Anyway, it's just fun on shows when there's like celebrities that come in and play themselves. And so we decided to rank our favorite celebrity cameos where they are on a TV show and playing themselves. Jordan, what is your number three celeb cameo in a TV show? Um, my number three comes from 30 Rock, which I was realizing they you could so do this many. list just off 30 Rock for real. Mm-hmm. So, but one of my favorites, um, and you know what? I feel like there's probably so many cameos out there that I missed that just didn't pop into my brain. But so these are the top three that were in my brain today. And number three is one of my faves, John Bon Jovi on 30 Rock. <laughs> Um, he's only in one episode, but it's so funny because it's like on 30 Rock, especially so many of these people are playing themselves and like, they're really mocking themselves. Like, and Mm -hmm. I, part of why these kinds of cameos are so thrilling is you're like, wow, you have a sense of humor about yourself. That's pretty impressive. You know? Yes. Cause his whole thing is that like Jack or NBC has like artists in residence that like they're forced to cameo on all these NBC shows like reality shows and stuff and so Jack like forces John Bon Jovi to go to this party to like impress his girlfriend so that Jack can be like get out of my face John like I'm busy right now talking to my girlfriend (laughs) and it's just really really funny and um I love John Bon Jovi and that is on record several times over so And it's one of my favorite facts about you. Earlier this summer, I feel like my dad got like a push notification that said like, John Bon Jovi died. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to text Jordan. Jordan. But it was really like one of his band members. Like there was like a dot, dot, dot. Like the push notification, that person (laughs) should have been fired because they did not do a good job. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll be, it'll be a dark day for a lot of us. Oh, well, especially me. Yes. Okay. My number three is also a musician. It's Prince when he was on New Girl. It was just legendary, truly legendary. And it was like a like iconic episode that like Mm -hmm. really moved the story along as well. And it was just like so shocking. And I love that they like they all got to be like. Like, Prince was in a lot. Like, it wasn't even just yes. like a, hi, this is my party. Hope you enjoy. Like, he was in the <laughs> full episode. And, like, I was watching clips of it just before this to, like, remember what happened. And it was a fun episode. And, yeah, it was good. It's really, like, to this day, it's it's so impressive and shocking that they got Prince. That's yes. amazing. It's amazing. And it says a lot that he would want to do it. That's the other thing is that it's very validating for shows you love when like someone famous is willing to do that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I could be totally misremembering this. <laughs> and we make statements on this podcast all the time that are not true. So <laughs> I don't feel that bad. But I'm pretty sure I remember hearing that like Prince was a really big fan of the show. So that was like I think that's why true. he wanted to do it. Yeah. Like he agreed because he's like, oh, I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so amazing. <laughs> I wow. hope I've, I've, I, that'd be hilarious if I was wrong and Prince actually hated the show. <laughs> what a dumb thing. <sighs> well, that would just not make sense. No, that's oh, why. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so funny. Ugh. And then, he, I mean, I think he di- I think he died not long after that. Maybe within yeah, a few years. So, so it's like really special. Yeah. Wow. That's a great one. My number two 
also like a, a small moment, but it was very impactful. It's um, Isabella Rossellini on Friends. I mean, I was a kid. I don't I don't really know the full impact of Isabella Rossellini in the like 80s and 90s. I think she was like a huge deal. Um, I also know she also came out on 30 Rock, but didn't play herself. But her moment on Friends is so funny because it's the episode where um, they are, they're all talking about like their list of five celebs they'd be allowed to cheat on their partners with if they ever like met them. And Ross has her on his list, but then he like he's agonizing over the list. And so he takes her off the list, but then he like meets her and he's like oh my gosh like this is so crazy like I just made this list haha and she's like oh can I look at your list but she's not on it and so she's like really offended (laughs) and like it's just really funny because like who hasn't made those lists before and Mm -hmm. that is just like the like I don't know it's just such a funny scenario and that she's willing to do that is just very hilarious and it's really iconic to me um, I really wish I, w- I remembered that episode because I was also trying to think of friends because I was like, they've got, they had to have had, it's a very sitcom-y thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's great and very funny. My number two is one I also recently just talked about on this podcast, but it's Alexandra Skarsgård in Atlanta um, in the last season. Oh. <laughs> it is so funny. And, like, he's playing himself, but it's he's playing, like, I mean, I hope Alexander Skarsgård isn't a cannibal, but, like, maybe he is. <laughs> he kind of has he cannibal like... energy now that you say that. <laughs> he's scary. I'm, I'm afraid of him. He is scary. I respect him and I fear him. He's just so big and tall. Yeah, and... he could be playing himself or playing such a dramatic version of himself. That makes us think it's not him, but it really is. Who knows? But yeah, it's really yeah. fun. Hiding in plain sight. Yeah. I also love when it's a cameo of a famous person playing like a nightmare version of themselves. That's mm-hmm. really funny too. Well, it just goes to show how like cool and down to earth maybe ish the celebrity would is because they're like, okay with the idea that maybe someone would think these things are true about them in real life. Yeah, totally. I bet it would be very freeing because it gives you the chance to, um, like, yeah, like, make commentary on that and just be silly with it instead of, like, getting caught up in, I can't, like, kind of how awful it is that people think these things about me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, my number one, um, it's from Arrested Development, also Cameo City over there, and I picked Carl Weathers. Because, um, again, this is a celebrity that I really, like, learned who he is from Arrested Development, seeing him parodying himself. But he's in, like, the whole season being Tobias's, like, scammy acting coach and, like, always trying to, like, get free stuff. And, but, like, everyone in the, in, like, the scenes know him, like, oh, actor Carl Weathers. (laughs) But he's always trying to, like... Yeah, like, he has some really iconic lines, too. Like, oh, you put the bone in, get a, got a stew going. And, like, <laughs> it's just, like, hilarious. Iconic. And um, I don't know. I just think that is so funny. That's just, like, I think that's the height of comedy. These that's real actors comedy. playing themselves and acting like total fools. It's hilarious. I, I really agree. And it's always just, like, a really fun... Because, like, I'll be honest, I probably would have, like, missed the joke because I, like, didn't know who these actors were. But then once you realize that that they are playing themselves, it just, it really heightens the whole comedy of it all. Totally. Well, and I just love things that feel like an inside joke. Like, I just love it. I agree. Um, This isn't on my list, but... um. There's that one from Community also. Is it LeVar Burton? Is that yes. his name? Oh, like that that's one, such it's a good so one. so good and so like worth it. It's like great. Oh my gosh. Wow. If I had remembered that, I would have put that on my list somewhere. That one's so funny. And it's some of the best Donald Glover moments too. It's so weird and so funny. Wow, Community. 
There's community. a whole a whole cameo land that I didn't even think to tap into, but wow. It's almost overwhelming thinking it's about true. all those. Well, my number one is going to come out of left field, but it's probably the most iconic one Yay. and has stayed with me for my whole life. Um, it's Aaron Carter in Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean... King is there behavior. anything better than that Christmas episode? And like my <laughs> all my dreams coming true? Like, no. It's just it's Christmas too in July. Summertime mm-hmm. Christmas episode. Getting to like it's also like when you're a kid watching that, you're imagining that you are Lizzie, exactly getting to be exactly. sneaking onto a music video set, meeting your crush. Kissing your crush. Kissing your crush. Wearing that silver outfit. He's like, Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. Like in his little <laughs> weird voice. Oh man. The outfit rules. Oh my gosh. Oh. What if what if so they good. were planning on bringing Aaron back for the Hulu version of Lizzie McGuire and it got killed? That's so sad. That's so that could sad. have been No, really- they wouldn't, because remember they dated in real life and he like oh, cheated yeah. on her or whatever? Okay, never mind. Oh, no, I totally... F- I just remembered that, too. Wow. It is kind of tainted. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping you could oh. give Aaron Carter a new... Leash a on new, life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... Yeah, there's there's a lot of darkness there, too. It's sad. It is very sad. But in an alternate universe, which is us just staying in Y2K for the rest of our lives... Everything's happy <laughs> and Christmassy. <laughs> you mean when we were too young to realize that everything wasn't happy? Yes. Well, I feel like, well, when, did that episode come out pre 9-11 or? <laughs> oh I'm looking, gosh. I'm looking it up. Times were different then. <laughs> it's like <laughs> pre 2000. Oh no, it started in 2001. Oh, these seasons are long. They're crazy. Season one of Lizzie McGuire had 31 episodes. <laughs> But there's only two total seasons. I can't find it. Just ignore me. (laughs) That was dumb. What a time, though. What an amazing cameo. Thank you. It's imprinted on my brain forever. Well, we've never done a Dairy Girls episode. So I feel like overall thoughts, feelings, who we'd recommend Dairy Girls as a whole to? 100% positive feelings. I would recommend this to 100% of people. Um, it's just one of those shows. I feel like I've said this before where it's like, feels like candy. Like it's just so fun. Like it's just like the easiest show to watch. Cause it's just mm-hmm. like, it's so fast moving. It's so funny. The characters are hilarious. The nineties factor is really, really fun. And I also really like seeing shows where it's like the day to day life in another country and seeing kind of what it's like to be a teen in Ireland and not even to mention, like, um, The Troubles, which, like, I basically knew zero things about before I watched Dairy Girls, which is kind of sad. Yeah, I learned most of that from watching The Crown because I watched The Crown before oh. I watched Dairy Girls. That would be – that's a, interesting, seeing, like, the two different sides of it all. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. There's another plug for you to watch The Crown. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I need to get going. It's a long show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love this show and I literally would recommend it to anybody. Yeah, I was, um, this was a show that it kind of fell into the Great British Bake Off camp for me where it was like, I know everybody loves it. I know that everybody says it's like so sweet and just like the best ever that it like <laughs> made me not want to watch it. Cause I'm like, I only like murder and dark things. <laughs> I only want to feel bad when I watch TV. (laughs) I watch TV to feel bad. (laughs) Taylor Goff. (laughs) That's me. And so it took me a while and I can't remember. I think I may have been like sick or something this summer and I just decided to finally watch it and I had the best time. It truly is the best show. It is just like so happy and I like it because 
you really have to pay attention. You can't really be on your phone because you can't understand anything they're saying. <laughs> even if, even with subtitles, they talk so fast that like the yeah. subtitles move too fast for me to fully understand what they're saying sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, the words just don't sound like the subtitles. Like one of my favorite things is when they say words like hour and it's ire. And so you're like, okay, like I just trust that that's mm-hmm. what they said. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's so true. And yeah, just like the references from from the time period and the female friendship. And yeah, it's just like a wholesome, but it's also not even like that wholesome, I would say. Like, but it's just mm-hmm. like a perfect show for literally everyone, like you said. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where it's like they talk about stuff. You don't see a single bad thing. Yeah. Once. Um, and I almost don't even count it as like a show with a lot of language because it all language always sounds better in other accents. <laughs> yeah. Like arsehole doesn't even yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's like, it's honestly like they're saying different words, you know, and that might be a little condescending, but it's true. You know, American English it's condescending is just, we're all to us. like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we're the ones that sound awful and gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uneducated. Mm -hmm. Well, I think another reason why this show isn't just like sugary, sweet and like la 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 is that the main characters are also very flawed and like they are often idiots. And I find that very charming. Like they're usually wrong. Like everything they do usually backfires. Every idea they come up with, I'm like, no, it's so it's always dumb. But it's also not a show where like you the stress is really overwhelming because everything's always going wrong because the problems are all over with the episode. Like mm-hmm. almost every single time I think it's like, Oh, the now credits roll and like on to the next adventure, you know? And I really like that. Like they get into bad situations all the time, but I like a show that's like, they're not like dealing with like the repercussions. They're not, um, there's only a couple times when it's like, they're, they kind of have like an emotional reaction to something really. And mm-hmm. it's mostly in this new third season, but it's, that's what helps keep it lighthearted even when things are going wrong. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was talking to a friend about Buffy, the vampire slayer. And she was saying she went back to rewatch it. She was like, you don't need to watch the first season. Cause it's just like every episode is, is its own episode and it doesn't really move the story along at all. And I was thinking about how shows really did used to do, uh, like, every episode was its own, like, a problem happens, and then there's, like, a resolution, and then the next episode, same kind of thing. And it's Mm -hmm. interesting, because I feel like shows don't really do that anymore, but Dairy Girls does do that, but it's done in a way that's, like, still moves the story along, yeah, and, like, has callbacks to previous episodes, Um, but it makes it really fun, because every episode is kind of its own little package totally I like yeah it. I I like a show that is contained like that mm-hmm. and it's actually like maybe it's meta because this show is set in the 90s when like every show did that so yeah that's true who knows next hey, yeah. year I like it all right should we get into spoiler free dis- nope should we get into <laughs> spoilery discussions on the final season? Yes, please. Okay, how did you feel about the way it ended up closed? I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great finale. Well, now they're kind of blending together. I I want I rewatched the first two seasons before watching this one, which would be maybe fun to talk about our different experiences with watching the final season. Um but so the finale is with the birthday parties, right? Or is that in the episode mm-hmm. before? Okay. Nope, you're right. Um Yeah, I thought it I thought it was a great finale and um I mean especially I we can finally talk about the cameo moment. The moment where Chelsea Clinton gets that letter and even if it had just been her hands, but then they show that Chelsea Clinton is literally in the show. That was like That was amazing. It had me like screaming at the last scene. I was so happy. Okay. I wonder if because you had recently watched the first two seasons, if that moment meant more to you. Because I actually did not like that. 
I was just like sad that it closed with me seeing Chelsea Clinton, especially because I felt like she wasn't really like that good at like acting. Like no, she yeah. was kind of distractingly bad at it. And so then I, and I was just kind of sad because I had just had like a really special moment with the girls. And yeah. um, so that moment didn't like mean that much to me. And I was kind of sad by it. But I oh. wonder if it's because I like knew it was a callback to like the previous episodes, but it wasn't as fresh in my mind. Yeah, it really hit for me because the season two finale, it's like the Clintons are coming. And it's really sweet because they, they talk the whole time about like, oh, Chelsea this and Chelsea that. And like, you never actually hear what they wrote in their letter. And so it was like kind of like fun that you actually do get to see what the yeah. letter said. And in that in the season two finale is where they bail on seeing Bill Clinton speak to like go like kind of welcome James back to Derry because he decides to stay. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it felt full circle to me. And I really I I liked it. It really it it did work for me. And well, another thing, too, was that I was like. When they show present day, I was like, okay, so what are we going to see the girls like? Because how old would they be? If they're 18 in the 90s, I was like, so are they like going to be like four in their 40s now? Is Mm -hmm. that math right? Like 20 or 38 or older or something. And so I was like, well, the actors aren't that old. The actors are like 30 or younger or under that. So I was like kind of worried that then we were going to see them like aged up or it would be weird i mean they're so already I was aging kind of 10 years down so then they would just yeah. be aging 10 years up <laughs> yeah it was kind of weird so i was actually relieved because i was like i don't necessarily i would like to see what they're doing but i don't necessarily need to see them like and now we're 40 you know i don't know yeah it's true it i was i did cute, feel relieved about that too yeah okay one question i had and I, it might just be me that i missed something like you're saying they talk so fast i even though I just rewatched the whole show, I don't really remember Michelle ever talking about her brother. And okay, so well, that I was, was my like, question for you that I thought you were going uh, to fill in the gaps for me because you just watched the first two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't remember them talking about her brother being in jail. No. When they when she was talking about someone named Niall, I I literally rewound it at various times because I was like, oh, I must have missed something. And so that it was kind of um I know they needed a conflict like that it the uh, having a conflict totally made sense but I would have liked more a little more context instead of like just learning about this that episode because I in the final episode of the show yeah yeah maybe if earlier in the season that totally would have worked but I didn't even really know she had an older brother Mm -mm. yeah I didn't either that's really interesting. Yeah, I was totally yeah. expecting that it was something that was brought up in the previous season. It could have been like a throwaway line that I just kind of didn't really pay attention to or something. Mm-hmm. So like I would I actually would want to maybe do some research and just see if yeah, there is something I missed, but I that was news to me. So I'm glad it, I'm glad it wasn't just me. Wasn't just you. Um, but I did I liked that it like brought uh like some real feelings and like made them kind of care about like what they were voting on and like made it personal for them yeah um and I thought that that was cute and I really liked how it ended with like all of them like voting it was like I mean I'm really emo when it comes to voting and so like I was (laughs) like oh this is so cute and special and like I totally was like teary when they were doing that so I really liked that it was beautiful, and it was also really fun how they could bring in all the side characters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the episode of their moms with their high school reunion. I think that was one of my favorite episodes. It was so cute and good. It was amazing. And seeing the counterparts, how they are just like their daughters, like kind of their personas in high school mm-hmm. and stuff, that was really, really fun. I loved that. Yeah, I really loved that as well. Oh, one more thing about the finale. I also was sad that Claire was like separate from the group until the very very end yeah like was that because she was filming like Bridgerton or like a COVID thing like it just felt really really odd yeah I feel like it had to have been that because if that was the decision like out of the blue with no real 
requirements to do it mm-hmm. then that would it's a kind of a strange choice especially because claire is like clearly a fan fave but yeah and she's the most famous now yeah. of them all yeah I just thought it was like a little distracting and sad that like it's literally the final episode because they never did that for any of the other ones. So I was like, I was mm-hmm. just confused and it felt really distracting to me and sad. But I mean, yeah, I love the hamburger true. phone thing, but it was just like one scene with it was good. But then it was like, oh, this is like the full episode, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just sad. It's a very good point. It was really cute when she got to the party, though. It was very cute. Again, though, I was watching it like a hawk because I was like, okay, is she really there? Are they filming these scenes completely separate? Because, like, they're up on the wall and she's down on the ground. So, like, we honestly don't really see her until they move the party. I feel like I'm insane for watching that so closely. I got so distracted by it, though, that this is what I was paying attention to. They Mm -hmm. didn't show them all together until they moved the party back to their original party. And she is dancing with everyone. Like there, she's in like one quick scene dancing. And was it really her? Or was it a stunt double? That's the thing. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like you're right. It's. I mean, it literally has to be Bridgerton. Yeah. Bridgerton. Which, Shonda Rhimes. Come on, <laughs> give us. She needed one more episode. And you're only filming like a country away. Yeah. Hmm. All the Bridgerton, other Bridgerton <laughs> cast is just like off slightly off camera (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. yeah that's so true because part of why this show is so great is because they all together like orla and her mom living in the house with aaron's family is really Mm -hmm. funny and fun and so yeah you're right it was thank you (laughs) not a hundred (laughs) percent um i don't have very many notes just because i just like watch the show and it's a good time oh one note finally they played a bewitched song in season three (laughs) hello ireland can't believe it took this long (laughs) but it's funny because like they could have played say la vie but real heads know because it was roller coaster by bewitched and so if you know you know if you know you know that's funny because i was just talking about bewitched with someone because apparently I could be misquoting all of this right now, but apparently like it was trending on TikTok, the, a song, Say La Vie, and people thought it was Bewitched, and they were saying it's like the song of the summer, but apparently like Young Gravy or something has a song titled that, and so that's what people were talking about, oh, and people no. were so mad. It's like, no, that's my Say so La Vie is Bewitched. Yeah. Hashtag not my Say La Vie. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Um, my last two notes is just that I loved that out of the six season season, what out of the six <laughs> episode season, two of the episodes were basically Halloween episodes. I mean, one was a Halloween yeah. episode, but the other one was basically a Halloween episode. And so it was like really fun. Cause wow. Halloween's the best. That's so true. It was so timely. It was perfect. And now I'm like, do it. Should I be a swan slash angel? <laughs> For Halloween? I mean, they looked great. I love those they looked face amazing. jewels. Wow, the two jewels. weeks in a row, face face jewels, face <laughs> face diamonds. <sighs> oh, and then my second, my last note is just that I really loved that Orla's dance scene. Like, it oh, wasn't necessary, yeah. but wow, was it good. It almost, I was watching it, and like the way that they were like showing all the characters, I was like, wow, this could be the finale. Like, this, like, music video and that song i feel like we all love that song um isn't it in like parent trap or something yes i can't that remember 90s song yes i don't even know what it is i don't know who it is i don't know what it's called but i those notes that are burned song. in my brain <laughs> love it okay my last question for you is just overall who's your favorite character hmm who's my favorite dairy girl i know it's sorry michelle it's you're not gonna be my favorite it's kind of down to I sometimes I mean I feel like it's got to either be Aaron or Claire but I do also love Orla I just don't know if I love Orla I can't relate to Orla like I can relate to Aaron or Claire you know and I do yeah. love James I love James too and I I also love Michelle it's just Michelle is the is like the bad influence so I just cannot <laughs> re- I cannot relate to her especially teen me like no way 
But then you think about all the side characters. Mm-hmm. Because then there's Sister Michael. Like, hello. Mm-hmm. It's, this is maybe the hardest show to pick a favorite character. And that's that's the truth. But I think it's probably tied between Aaron and Claire, if I'm really going overall. Cause I, but I also love the moms. I know. I, I, I wanted to pose this question because I made the decision. Granted, I only watched the final season the most recently. But um, Orla's mom, Sarah, Sarah McCool, I was just like so taken with her this season. I, mm-hmm. I think she's my favorite character. Everything she says is so good. Yes. And she's like, she's like so nice and positive, but also like gives it to you straight, you know? Yes. It's really, she's a very interesting, good character. Mm-hmm. Something that's really funny as I'm scrolling through IMDb right now is how the grandpa is in Game of Thrones. And so his picture is from Game of Thrones. And I always look <laughs> at that and I say, wow, that's that guy. That's amazing. That is really and funny. Next time I rewatch Game of Thrones, which will probably be sooner rather than later, is I will just love seeing him because I'll just think of him as uh, the grandpa and it's going to be hilarious. That will be a great grand time. Um. And I highly recommend if you need like a, it's so quick. I feel like it's faster to even watch all of Dairy Girls than Fleabag. That's like kind of the quickest it's a big statement. Yeah. They're just like these quick, quick shows. And so if you ever just are in the mood, I think, especially now that you just watched the third season, highly recommend starting it on over. It was very fun. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that. I'm sad it's over. But also, it ended at the perfect time, and I think it's just, like, this perfect little series now that we always yeah. get to have, and that's special. Totally. Honestly, I would I would actually compare it to Freaks and Geeks. I think that those that's, like, totally. the closest show I would compare this to, and they probably actually have almost equal like number the same of episodes. Of, yeah. Yeah. They, I think they literally do. 19. How much oh does gosh. Freaks and Geeks have? 18 or 19, I think. Yeah in the days of long seasons and i think they are very similar their heart and souls are kind of the same they're like soul sister shows and they're both set in other time periods and have hearts of gold perfect comparison thank you just thought of that also so rewatchable like both shows some of the most rewatchable tv out there agreed all right well on to our crush of the week I'm going to say um, Saoirse, uh, Saoirse, wow, Erin Quinn. <laughs> I She looked so cute in the final episode in her little blue power suit. She's adorable. She's so cute. And I liked how she had like such a like change of heart and... I also just really like the actress and I hope to see her in more things mm-hmm. and feel excited about her trajectory. I totally agree. She she's a great main character. I mean, like I her I love her character so much that like even out of all of these great characters to choose from, she's one of my faves. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of rare for like the main character because they're usually kind of like the boring one you know, and everyone else around them is more interesting, but she brings something really like, she's just as quirky as the others. And she's Mm -hmm. like really flawed, just like any of them too. And yeah, I love her. Just watching like the way that her like facial expressions and the way she even just like moved her body. Yes, I'm like, you're amazing. (laughs) You're so awkward and perfect. I don't know how she does it. It's amazing. Um, my crush, I do have a crush on James. He's so cute. He is um, a cutie. Dylan Llewellyn. Um, yeah, he's so cute. He, I think, and it's okay to say that because he's like 28 years old. So it's No, fine. he's 30. He's my age. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's born in the oh, same year as me. I was looking at, um, well, who cares what I was looking at? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, sorry to correct you i was just on his imdb <laughs> no i'm happy to learn he's older than i thought <laughs> this is great news um he's so cute his character really the joke's kind of about him being english and like 
saying that he's like repulsive when he's clearly a really really cute boy (laughs) never Mm -hmm. really get old and um I actually kind of wish there were more moments of him with Aaron because when they have their kiss I was like I was almost like transported back to like Lizzie McGuire days of being like, Oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. ah, it's happening. It was like really, really cute. And, um, also having just watched the part when he shows up to pick her up and take her to the dance when her date bails on her. Oh yeah. is really sweet. And so like there, it's not totally out of the blue, you know? So I like mm-hmm. that, but I also, I mean, I don't want it to be the focus of this show. It's not at all what the show's about. But I still would have liked maybe a little more moment. Well, did any of the other girls ever find out besides Michelle? I don't think so. And I would have liked to see that, too, because I feel like I feel like Claire and Orla would have been like supportive of it. You know, Mm -hmm. I you know, what would have been interesting is if in the finale when Michelle and Aaron are fighting, if Michelle had also kind of been harboring resentment about that and being kind of like the whole because when she brings up. Like, you guys are going to break up and then, like, I'm not going to get to be your friend anymore because I have to go. Like, that was also very, like, those are real feelings. Like, she's kind of saying what no everyone's thinking and not mm-hmm. saying. And so it would have kind of, that would have made sense to have her kind of have been harboring some resentment towards Aaron that whole time, too. That yeah. I think I would have liked to see that kind of play into their fight a little bit. But, yeah, and having James choose, I th- I felt like it was a little out of character for him to choose his cousin and to go to the other party than to choose mm-hmm. his crush, Aaron's party. I feel like it could have been yeah. interesting had he chosen to go to Aaron's party and yeah, it's true. see how that played out. I, I then like the other it. girls could find out about their cru- the crushing. Wow. Yeah. That would have been really, that would have been a really interesting plot. It's interesting. His relationship with Michelle is so interesting because she treats him horribly the whole show, but then it's like, he also knows like the real her is like fragile inside. So it's like, he's kind of being protective of her, but they never really say that. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of giving them, I'm doing some work for them, you know, of like yeah. adding that to it. I don't know. Very, it's, it's, I've, it's a great show because there's just more going on than meets the eye, which is nice. Yeah. Even though they're like 25 minute episodes and only 19 of them. There's mm-hmm. still just like a lot to dissect and think about. And I love that a show can, a like little comedy show can do that. It means it's been mm-hmm. really well done. Exactly. Well, and that it ties into what we were saying last week about Rami, where it's like comedy's harder to make exactly. it like this and make it complex like this while also mm-hmm. being very funny. And I don't know, take note, dramas take note and if you're not from utah that's a classic utah (laughs) jazz reference (laughs) um all right well there you have it dairy girls next week we finally get to discuss in full house of the dragon so come prepared we're very excited should be good yeah thanks for listening bye bye (laughs) 